Well, going to do uh, back then. Yeah, interesting uh, that you mentioned that because the fact of the matter is there were a lot of people that were working on disaster planning and response and so forth. And most of those people were in the community of first responders, so firefighters and police officers and uh, emergency managers and so the forth. The people who run to where everyone else is running away from. Exactly. Those people who uh, put themselves in harm's way, no matter what the situation, and that we depend on typically to help us and protect us in the face of catastrophic events. There were a few centers prior to 2001 that, in fact, studied disasters in a limited way, including one at the University of Delaware, another one in Colorado. But after 9-11, there was an explosion, literally, so to speak, probably bad choice of words yeah, here, mm-hmm. but a proliferation of academic centers that were beginning now to take a different kind of interest in disasters and try to figure out what is the information most needed to guide responsible policies and procedures to make sure that we could survive as well as we possibly could any kind of disaster that we might confront. Here's a question I have for you. September 11th, almost everyone who was injured was killed. Correct. And so there's a disaster where the hospitals that were gearing up, once they knew the towers had collapsed, a couple of dozen people needed to be hospitalized. So what kind of a disaster is this relative to the others that you said? It was very, very bizarre in many, many respects. But the fact of the matter is exactly as you say, the hospitals were completely geared up throughout New York City. They were discharging patients that could be discharged to make room for what was anticipated to be hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of uh, injured individuals.